sit and sip a while at the Witches Inn. On today's episode, accompany Karina as she works through a special Mother's Day spell. We honor our mothers who are in spirit as well, talk about the mother wound that may have been created and how we can work through it by mothering ourselves. Grab your favorite cuppa and enjoy. Blessed be. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Witch's Inn. Today, I am going to be talking about moms and how we can celebrate Mother's Day, even if our mother is in spirit, or perhaps we have an estranged relationship with our mother, and we still want to kind of celebrate or maybe release um, some feelings around um, our mother or our mother wound. So I've decided that... um, I will invite you in during this podcast um, episode during, I'm going to do a spell. (laughs) Okay, so I set out some cards and two candles, a black and white candle and bumblebee jasper, uh, red jasper, as well as a uh, chrysocolla dagger and some Lapalooza, I believe that's how you pronounce it, in out over the new uh, full moon in Scorpio, as well in that box or in my little spell bag, I put a key that used to be my mother's. And as I put this spell together, I knew that it was going to be for helping me release um, some unwanted feelings. I just didn't really know what I would be releasing at that time. I was going to let it come to me. So I'm sitting here the eve before Mother's Day and I'm realizing that it has a new meaning for me and it actually has offered me a deeper connection with my mother. Um, Just her being in spirit world because while she was living, although we were very close, we also had a very strange relationship where there would be sometimes months when we wouldn't talk to each other. We butt heads a lot. So as during this Taurus season and during this lunar cycle that's falling within Taurus season, I've really been working with my inner child um, from the ages of zero to about seven years old and asking her what she needs and what she wants and really trying to set my intentions around that. I've been working more out of a place of play than obligation. And with the waning moon in Aquarius coming up, I just thought that this would be a really great time to do this spell that I set the intention of releasing over the Scorpio full moon as well as taking what I've been learning about my mother wound during this Taurus season while working with my inner child and releasing um, and bringing forth uh, the energy that I wish I would have gotten from my mother. So the intention, um, the understanding, the compassion at times that I didn't feel and bringing that to light so that I have the opportunity in order to mother myself and 
not seek out permission so much in my life or validation so much in my life. Um, this key I knew was going to be very important. This was a key. I don't even know where she got it, um, but it has angel wings on it. And it actually has in the angel wings, it kind of looks like crescent moons. So if you follow me on the witches in uh, on Instagram, I will post a picture of some point in this spell. Um, so to start my spell work, I like to shower and really clear my energy. How you do that is as you're kind of washing your body, you're asking yourself to kind of clear your aura and really allow, or how I do it is allow, um, ask my authentic self to come forward, my higher self to come forward. I shower in hot water and then I rinse off in cold water. This kind of seals the energy, um, that we've been creating. And then I came to my, the witches in office <laughs> and I set up my spell. So I have the keepers of light Oracle card, which I will be pulling for the energy reading as well as the energy reading for this spell work. I have a black and white candle. However, if you don't have a black and white candle, that is okay. Um, anything you have, um, that you feel called to use is going to help. Um, as I said, I have a few crystals here. Bumblebee Jasper is really good to help you kind of get in that working mode. Um, bumblebees, they work as a community um, as well. They work individually very, very well, um, which I think when we think about our mothers, we often see especially nowadays mothers being put up against each other where we should be working as a community of women to support all of um, our mothers and or other women um, so that they can work independently alone right um, when they feel called to my journey jasper or my red jasper I love this um, stone because it kind of actually has a picture of where I would want to live and when I look at it different ways it brings out different scenery so I just picked it up now and it actually kind of looks like this really big bushy oak tree in um, autumn with this kind of um, false crack down it and then instead of it almost looks like a reflection but it's a bear tree so like kind of like winter which I think that's really great. It's like how I just seen this now, like the imagery imagery is amazing between the dark and the light. So um, I love that I picked those. And then the chrysocolla is very good for communication and the dagger is to help, um, which when I say dagger, it's like literally just a, like a necklace pendant that's pointed. Um, but it's very good to kind of help break the ties of communication between like how me and my mother used to communicate and how my mother and I, um, how I heard her words and how she heard my words and breaking that and kind of rewriting that memory or that speech. And then uh, my other crystal is really great to help with like just depression and it's a really good energy absorber. So um, to start, I have a and a second white candle that I always like to light a single candle to kind of hold the intention for the entire spell. And as I light this um, candle, I will be setting my intention uh, with the spell. So 
you'll hear me walk through this. Um, okay, so let's let's get to it. As I light this candle, I ask that my angels, spirit guides, higher self, and past loved ones come forward so that they may protect me and offer me guidance in areas that I may be closed. I also ask for protection of my aura, my soul, and my Akashic records. As I step into the land of the ancestors in order to help guide me, I also ask that any gatekeepers that need to be there come forward so that my entity comes back complete. Thank you. All right. Now I have the two candles. I'm going to take a, I have my cauldron in front of me. I have put some sage into the cauldron as well. I have placed the um, key. I also have a shell that I will be melting the bottom of the uh, candles to to the shell and then lighting the candles with the wicks intertwined okay and this is so the black candle is going to represent the dark parts of the relationship with my mother areas where we just really didn't understand each other and at times maybe didn't really want to understand each other We just kind of wanted them, wanted to be seen. Okay, so that's mixed. And then I'm going to light the bottom of the white candle and max, melt the wax. Oops, okay, hang on. I might have to actually do this outside of here and then put it in. All right, this way I'm not going to burn myself. All right, so melting the white wax in with the black wax a little bit. And this is going to represent all the areas in our relationship that we loved about each other, Um, even just aspects of each other that we loved, and really asking for this to this spell to bring those two together so now i'm going to twist the wicks together sealing our bond you might even want to picture this as like the umbilical cord that ties you and your mother together and then at the same time, I'm going to light this these candles and ask that forgiveness come between this relationship as one flame burns, two desires, two hearts, and two minds come together to offer forgiveness and strength as well as protection and understanding. Knowing that without one, the other would not be possible. And that unconditional love was always given. It might just have been misdirected. I'm now going to place the key into the cauldron underneath 
where um, on the shell, but kind of really close to the two candles, um, closer to the white candle because I'm choosing that candle to represent myself. I want to now hold the keys to unlock any uncertainties or any permissions that I may feel uh, I need from my mother, as well as any forgiveness that I need to give or receive from my mother and really allow for our journey to become one. I'm now going to take the sage and from the light of the two wicks, because the two wicks are still burning together as one, I'm going to light the sage. I'm going to smudge myself, aligning myself with my chakras, taking the weight of the world off my shoulders, working around my crown, and then really allowing the smoke to fill up around my sacral and root chakra. This is where our mother wound really resides in our sacral and root chakra. This is where our nurturing abilities are either balanced or unbalanced within this chakra. As I'm doing this, the flames are dancing simultaneously together and the wicks have finally set, uh, gone apart, but the flames are still dancing very closely together. And I'm just going to take one moment. All right. I just want to thank any messages that come through during this time. Okay, so Mother's Day is tomorrow. And when I think about Mother's Day, I really think about um, Gaia and our Mother Earth. And I think that's really the first place I want to start, where if your mother is in spirit or if you are looking to gain a deeper connection with your mother who might be on this plane, but you aren't speaking or aren't seeing eye to eye very well right now, is to connect with Gaia, um, our very first mother. Without her, none of this would be possible. So by grounding, even going outside and asking her if you can pick some of her flowers, making an arrangement and possibly maybe tossing it into a lake or um, putting it on display in your home and really giving it um, some love and attention. Um, as well, if you have an altar, um, maybe taking some of Mother Earth's um, offerings such as flowers or feathers or shells, anything, you know, even a piece of wood sometimes speaks to me. Um, bringing those in and offering them to your altar as well. That's a really great way to honor Mother's Day. You can sit with a lit candle in her memory or write her a letter. Um, I wrote my mother a letter on the first Mother's Day, basically just letting all my junk out, letting everything that I felt was kind of like where I was wronged in my life. And it really helped me um, 
move past my anger and it started to allow me to see um, where she wasn't capable of actually doing some of the things that I was asking her to do. We think that mothers are super women and I mean they are. They I don't know how some moms do it, honestly. Like I look at them and I think that, wow, you have your life way more together than I do. And I am a single person. (laughs) Well, not a single person, but I don't have to take care of another living human being. Um, So just sitting and writing a letter and just acknowledging what your relationship was can really honor her memory and really honor your relationship with her and potentially help you come to a place of understanding that makes you feel a little bit more whole in that mother wound or that mother energy that we hold in ourselves. Um, As well, a really great activity is participating in something that she loved to do. Um, My mom loved singing and dancing. She loved it. And when certain song comes on, uh, come on, it's like on the radio. I know that's her. Like, you know, I'll be listening to like a hip hop station and all of a sudden they'll like be like, hey, let's switch things up and play Footloose. And I'm like, what? This isn't even possible right now. And it's just, I know that she's there. So tomorrow I'm actually going to dance around my kitchen, drinking my coffee and singing some of her favorite songs to start my day with her. Um, Something else that you can do with any of your ancestors on like a birthday or any special um, celebration is by having places set out for them at the breakfast or dinner table. Um, As well, if they had like a favorite mug or a favorite plate, something like very special to them, you can place that out or actually use it to drink out of yourself and or eat off of and really kind of enjoy that meal for them or enjoy that drink for them and or enjoy that activity for them, really honoring their memory. So you can do that as well. And um, the other kind of like obvious one but was it's always the last for me to uh, kind of talk about is sharing a story so sharing a story about any loved one allows us to keep their memory alive it allows that legacy to continue and we all have those stories in our family of like great great uncle so-and-so but we should really be talking about our dead and honoring their journey I think especially in our Western culture, we have this sense that like we can't talk about our dead because it upsets other people. And I know from having lost a significant amount of people in my life that when people actually talk about them, it makes me feel like they care about my grieving. It makes me feel as if they haven't been forgotten, even in their minds, as much as it, I like, I think it has, right? I'm not the only one carrying this. So I, I'm going to share with you a little story about my mom. <laughs> so we used to go on these really long walks and part of them, this is part of the dark and light. So part of them was because my mother really valued the way that she looked and she really wanted me to 
kind of adhere to certain, um, I guess, beauty standards. She was very worried um, from a very young age, like for myself, um, that I was going to be chubby and kind of like that it would give me a harder life. I know it came from a place of love, um, but it actually screwed up um, like a huge, like me huge, like I have an eating disorder from it. But Something from that when we would be dieting together or going to walk on walks together, it always made me feel good because we were doing something together. It was ours, right? Like my she didn't ask my sister to diet and she didn't ask my sister to exercise. Like we might take a Zumba class together, but she, my sister wasn't asked to get up in the morning and go for walks with my mom to stay fit. Um, so it was something that was just ours. And on these walks, we would have very open, candid conversations about my life and how I was navigating it. And there would be kind of this um, immunity <laughs> to opening up and just being there. And I realized that as much as I craved being a part of my mom's life in this just special moment of um, it's just for us, my mom craved that from me as well. She wanted to be a part of my life. And as much as she wanted to be a mom, she also understood that my friends probably were getting a lot of these stories and that I was ending up with a lot of misinformation. And so she wanted to make sure that I had a place to share that she could either either give me proper information or direct me in a place that would allow me to get this proper information. And this really infused the way that I view other people. I try very hard and I think I do a fairly good job of listening without judgment when people come to me and I've learned now over the years to ask when people want advice or are you just venting and do you need um, do you do you just need a space to vent and let it out um, but it's also allowed me to have that kind of like, oh, if people are coming to me for problems because I have this open demeanor about me uh, that my mother showed me how to do on these walks, then it, it opened me up to start researching other topics, you know, topics that friends kept coming to me about. And because of this curiosity and because of, you know, even her, um, her involvement with tarot and stuff, this has brought me to here, the Witches in this podcast, sharing information, telling you how to do a spell, open, creating a place, regardless if it's video, audio, that allows you to come here with no judgment and be heard and be seen and be witnessed. And... I love that reflection I get when a client leaves me or even when a friend, like when me and a friend are having this really powerful moment and they say to me, like, I've just, I see, I feel so seen with you. I feel so understood. And I know that like, I can come to you with anything and 
I'll get an honest response, but I'll also get like a non-judgmental response. So with an honest response, it's like, yeah, I can see how that is going to upset people or an honest response is, wow, what you're doing or what you're saying is upsetting me, but I understand why you're saying it. Um, or, you know, an honest response might sometimes be, what's going on? Are you crazy? But at the same time, I'm not judging you because clearly you're talking to someone because you want to gauge like, was this nuts? Should I have been doing this? Like, is my intuition right here? And I, I love that I can be that for someone and that even though it came from a weird misguided place of love to make sure that I fit in in this world, that weird misguided love allowed me to love people who also had weird misguided love or weird misguided interactions with others. And I really love that. And I lo- I'm, I'm really appreciative that you, you've listened to this and um, are allowing me to do this spell, you know, during this time and sticking here and listening. The, ca- the two candles have actually completely fused together now. The flame is burning super strong and I really am feeling as if like my mother's love is here and she's just encouraging me and really saying like, I'm so glad that I raised someone who can understand other people the way that I couldn't fully understand my daughter. So... I, it, I kind of, sorry, I'm going to take a little sip of my tea. Well, it's not tea, actually. It's Pepsi. I've been on a Pepsi kick the last couple days, so that's what I'm drinking today. Oddly enough, that actually, Diet Pepsi was my mom's favorite drink. <laughs> um, maybe that's why I've been channeling her for a few days. <laughs> um, and now I forget what I was saying, but... Anyways, this, this spell, it's, oh, I feel like my mother's love is here and it's been really, it's really nice. It's really great. Okay. So some other things that you can do too is mother yourself. And what that means is offering yourself the love that, like I said, my mother couldn't give me, or maybe she didn't want to give me at times, right? We all have our stubbornness. And what that looks like for me recently is giving myself permission to play. I made another collage that really kind of, it has a lot of my inner child um, and has a bunch of stickers all around it. I drew some pictures and then it has some pictures of me as an adult and pictures of me as a child. And um, I made this collage and I really just allowed my inner child to put the stickers wherever she wanted to put them and create this piece however she wanted. And then my adult came in to add a few magical aspects to it and I love it. And from that, now whenever I look at it, it's like when I'm stuck in my business, I look at it and I remember this time of play and I, I'm immediately put back into this creative mode and the block becomes undone or I'm finding that I'm playing more even on my social media creating videos and interacting more kind of authentically I would say or openly with my 
my audience and it feels so good and that's something that my mother may have kind of steered me against right we're like no there's no time for play we have to be serious we have to do this you know goals are met by you know executing um executing our tasks and moving forward and um i'm really enjoying the non-focusedness that actually has been producing some i think really good content um that i'm enjoying and i think that's what's important is that when you're enjoying your work other people are going to enjoy your work um so with this waning moon coming in aquarius it's kind of perfect um because it's pushing ourselves to the finish line and that's that's literally aquarius as well it's the waning moon phase when we think of our full moon it's what are we releasing not just out into the world what are we kind of balancing and seeing okay i released this um during that waxing moon phase and am i liking it how is it going do i need to release it as in like drop it completely or do i need to tweak it a little as well in the full moon phase we're looking at what are we releasing emotionally which was awesome with that scorpio full moon scorpio again all about emotions and then this aquarius aquarius is pushing ourselves to the finish line and that is the waxing sorry waning moon phase i it's okay so we this taurus season so taurus is a fixed sign the new moon taurus the fixed sign the waxing moon was um a leo the that's a fixed sign scorpio full moon that's a fixed sign and then we have aquarius full moon, uh waning moon fixed sign this entire season of taurus uh taurus with the most powerful positions that the moon can sit in the four cycles that are really the most prominent are all in fixed signs okay so fixed signs again are those that are born in the middle of the season so spring summer fall winter taurus are born in the middle of spring leo are born in the middle of summer scorpio are born in the middle of autumn and uh aquarius are born in the middle of winter so they really are they really get to feel the energy of the season. So if we concentrate just on Aquarius, Aquarius is at the end of winter. And what are we doing in the middle of winter? We're really coming together as a community to make sure that we can sustain our life in the older days until the end of winter when we can really start planting our crops and reaping the benefit of our harvests again. So Tor um sorry Aquarius are very good at building community and building resources for one and one another. Fixed signs also tend to be a little bit more empathic because they sit in the middle of their season which then allows them to kind of think about like justice in the sense that um she sits in the middle and can weigh each side balanced, right? More balanced and see kind of both perspectives, that dark and that light. 
And so they're very good at embodying that shadow side and moving it forward into the light and really allowing us to see um, where we should be and what we should be doing. Um, so I just, I love this. I love Taurus that all this, this homecoming, what I've been calling homecoming, allowed us to sit in these very empathic signs to pull us into seeing that we are worth what we want out of life. We are worth what we want out of our lives. And I really want you to think about like how we've been working through a lot of memories or a lot of triggers. And if we're doing our work, we're seeing that we now can control how those memories control us. We're not that little girl or that little boy or that person that is living in that situation anymore. Or we have more information if we are living in a similar situation that we can choose, and it's a choice, if we want to leave or not. Sometimes sitting in our dark side allows us to see that I'm not ready for that change yet. And that's okay. We don't have to change, but it's really important to know that we are making choices, especially when we're being mindful. So yeah, looking at ways that we can mother ourselves during this time to really, so when I look at this kind of Aquarius energy, when I think about my mother wound, my mother might not have wanted me to grow. Maybe she felt like time was slowly slipping away from her. And the more that I grew and I was a very adventurous young child, I remember on my 10th birthday, I could not wait until I got to get my license in six years. I started the countdown. That could kind of be panic for my mom, right? Like, whoa, my kid at 16 is ready to get her license and leave? Like she wants to go? What am I doing? Why does she want to be away from me? So how can I take this mothering energy and maybe put myself into her shoes a little bit, understanding her story a little bit, those memories a little bit, think about my grandmother and maybe how their relationship affect her relationship with me as a mother and me, you know, as my experience. And then understanding that that inner child doesn't have to adhere to what was told at that time. I'm allowed to come up with my own conclusion now. And over this kind of gateway until October 31st, we have this amazing opportunity with our planets lining up, our moons lining up, really serendipitously to help us move into the life that we want. The life that if we had that perfect kind of, I think of like, momager who put us on a pedestal and really loved us how we wanted to in the ways that made us feel good, um, what would that look like? Where would that bring us? What kind of meaning would that bring to our lives? Not, not what kind of material or abundance or money or station would that get us in life, but what kind of meaning will that hold for us in life? And when I think about unconditional love from a mother, that's what I think about. Just, I want my child's life to be meaningful to them, not to me, 
to them. I want them to feel loved. So allowing that from yourself. Um, all right. So my candles are still burning. Everything is going really well. I'm really enjoying this and I'm feeling a lot of energy. So why don't we get to the actual energy reading and kind of see what needs to come up. So Keepers of the Light Oracle by Kyle Gray. I am really enjoying this um, this deck. I just feel super connected to it. Um, and let's see what kind of comes up. I will do an intuitive reading as well as uh, pull from the book if I need to. So let's do a quick little shuffle. Asking for any information around Mother Day, Mother's Day and what can pull us through to that finish line. And I'm going to pull three cards. So we're going to go something that we need to release from our past, something that we're moving into at this time. And if we really step into our light and embody where we want to go, what will be the outcome? All right. And our first one is, what are we releasing from our past? Joan of Arc, voice of truth. Stand strong. Focus on your purpose. Release the fear of prosecution and speak your truth. And when I think about mother energy, how often are we afraid to go and tell our mothers things, right? If I didn't have that space, safe place during a walk that kind of opened up that door for communication other times when I was really in trouble and I couldn't wait for that walk, um, I would, I never would have been able to. And at times it's been imbalanced and kind of come out as assertiveness in other people um, when I'm dealing with other people. But really it taught me how to use my voice and how to use it effectively. And um, it let me know that I had power, right? And there has been moments in my life where I have felt very powerless, but I have to say that coming into this practice and really inviting my mother spirit to walk along with it, I have felt that this voice that at times was maybe persecuted from my mom because no one likes to listen to <laughs> that empowered voice that they gave to someone when you are a parent um, and going, going forward, right? And really seeing that when I talk from a place of balance and love and understanding and nurturing, that my voice can be very powerful. And then our second card is Horus, cosmic gateway. And wasn't I just saying that we are in a gateway right now? <laughs> so what right now, what are we working on? This gateway. Your thoughts are magnetic and powerful. Miraculous changes are occurring. So I think, again, with Aquarius, it's that community mindset. How can we work as a community to get together? And when we think of kind of like Jungian theory, if we add psychology into this, Jung said that there was this one stream of consciousness. And Aquarius kind of has that as its embodiment as well. One stream of consciousness. So when we're thinking about not equality, but equity, where I don't get what everyone else gets. I get what I need, 
right? When we think about a society or community like that, I get what I need and I give what others need and what I what I can give, what what is of value to others, right? When I really look at my station or my my position in my community, I, am I working together or am I am I taking more than I need to? So and remembering that again, our mind creates our reality. So mothering our thoughts. If we're having moments of self-doubt, taking that time to mother ourselves and say, it's okay. You're allowed to have doubt. But I also want you to know that I believe in you. And the reason why you keep coming back to this thought is because you need to understand that you are worthy of all the things that you want. So I love that that was the card. And then the energy, if we move through it, ah, is Deanna. And it's focused intentions. Think about what you desire. Set your sights high. Expect the best possible outcome. Guys, I could not, I could not freaking make this up. She has arrows on her back. She is ready to shoot her target and get a bullseye. It is coming. The foundation that we are making right now, when we think about our waning moon in Aquarius, when we think about the outcome, our integrity and our morals, when it comes to our community stance, where are we going? Who do we want to be? What kind of meaning do we want to have in life? And when we focus our intentions, when we really listen to our thoughts and make sure that they are thoughts that are creating room in our lives, gratitude and bringing us abundance of love and light and really speaking from a place of truth and authenticity, the world is ours. It doesn't matter how much riches we have because at the end of the day, we can say that we have us, right? And we have, we've created it. We've consciously created the life that we want. And that is absolutely beautiful. And I think, you know, sometimes we have these beautiful mistakes that happen. I think a lot of the earth (laughs) is a beautiful mistake. And really think about all these past experiences as beautiful mistakes that have brought you exactly to this place right now. So I want to wish you all a very happy Mother's Day. Thank you so, so very much for tuning in today. And I hope that this resonated with you. If you like it, please be sure to share it with your friends and family on Facebook, on Instagram. Leave me a message. Uh, email me at the.witch.in at um, gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. And I, I just really hope that you guys have an amazing Mother's Day. Blessed be, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.